VOC Breakfast, weekdays 6.30 to 9am, only on The Voice of the Cape. 23 after 7, this is Breakfast. Welcome to it. So as the COVID-19 figures continue to rise in the Western Cape and uh, in the country at least, the Western Cape Department of Health held a digital press conference yesterday. And uh, on a weekly basis, of course, we get in touch with Dr. Keith Kluti. He's the head of the Western Cape Department of Health to give us an update uh, in terms of what also unfold um, at the conference uh, or the, yeah, the digi-conference yesterday. So the Western Cape Health Department also on Tuesday said models tracking patterns of COVID-19 infection showed that the province indeed had officially entered the second wave, the peak of the second wave. Dr. Keith Clutty, good morning and thank you so much for your time on Breakfast 9 to 1.3. Of course, I wanted to give us an update in terms of what took place yesterday and also to comment on the fact that uh, we are now, um, we've reached the peak. Uh, yeah, good morning, Gulam, and good morning to the listeners. Yes, um, what we presented um, yesterday um, is uh, two big e- issues. The first one is that we can with certainty now say that Garden Root, which is the first district in this province that had a second peak, has now, um, after two weeks, um, we can confidently say that we have um, come out of the peak and we are stabilizing and declining in Garden Root. The second big issue is it, is it is early, but there are early signs that we are moving into a peak in the Cape Metro and the other surrounding districts. Mm. Um, and then basically what it means to be at a peak, um, because it is whether we have the sufficient beds, the sufficient oxygen, sufficient staff to deal with it. Um, and then the big impact that we also reflected on is the impact of the, the alcohol restrictions. Um, and the relief that brought in terms of a reduction in alcohol-related trauma uh, to enable our staff to cope a little bit better. And then just lastly, um, what does it look like going forward in terms of a prospect of a vaccine coming onto the um, agenda and what the preparation is required in the Western Cape for us to be able to administer a vaccine the moment we have access to stock in this country. Morning, Doc. Also, just in terms of, you know, mentioning the peak and saying, you know, early signs that we are heading into our peak. When do we actually get to that point where we say, okay, we officially here in the Cape Metro into our peak? And then also, what are the determining factors in terms of, you know, when that peak will start to wane? Yeah, so, um, Sabina, the the responsible thing to do is normally to say a week later that you had your peak and you look back and you can certainly say that was the peak and you are declining. Um, so to call it at a peak is a very difficult thing to do because there's a lot of moving parts when you're at a peak. Um, there are early signs. Um, so what we watch for is uh, something called test positivity rate. That means of all the laboratory specimens we sent to the laboratory, what proportion of them come back positive? Now, we know to, um, um, in the middle of last week we had 50%. So one in two specimens that sent to the lab was positive. Um, There are early signs that that is starting to decline. The second thing we look at is also how many people present uh, and are actively in hospital beds with COVID. Um, That also seeming to be starting to stabilize. It's still a lot of people presenting, but it's not rapidly increasing day on day or week on week. And then obviously the last thing is the cases, but that is the most unreliable because we had public holidays. Um, So if it wasn't for the public holidays and we had normal testing patterns, it would be easier. But because of the effect of public holidays, it's difficult to judge whether you actually have fewer cases or whether it's just fewer cases because fewer people tested.
Doc, also, if we were to look at um, the numbers in terms of uh, people, um, you know, deaths, you know, um, mm. are we seeing an increase in, in that? Or is that also becoming, um, you know, stabilized at the moment? Yeah. I have to, I specifically excluded death from that equation because death is what we call a lag indicator. Um, so, okay. um, uh, you know, the, if you understand how COVID works, uh, to get the infection, um, you then, if you're going to get hospitalized, uh, there's a, at least a lag between you getting the infection and, and landing up in hospital at least seven days, you know, kind of on average. If somebody will be in seven days and then they will be in hospital. And then there's another lag between being in hospital and not surviving if you've been in an ICU for at least, or in a hospital bed in an ICU bed for at least five, another five to ten days. So we call when the cases will peak, there will be a slight lag to people being in hospital bed, and then there will be another lag to people dying. Um, so therefore, the, the, the daily deaths are still increasing, although the cases might be starting to stabilize. The deaths will continue to increase um, because it lags after cases and lags after hospitalization. Um, and that pattern of increasing deaths is what we've been noticing, and it is still increasing, and we still expect it to increase for at least another week or so. Doc, we are a little pressed for time, and I just want to get to some of you know the the, the uh, you know talking points that I'm sure our listeners would find of interest. Um, there have been rumours that you know perhaps we would be heading into a harder lockdown. You know, judging by what you've been telling us, you know, what are your comments around that? Well, I mean, from a Western Western Cape perspective, um, the regulations that we've had in place for the last seven days is it's really helping us in the Western Cape, mainly the alcohol restriction and the curfew restriction. But it's also helping us in terms of um, limiting um, the potential for, for spread, uh, so the gatherings and the transport and all of those. Um, so from, from a recent perspective, um, we, as I say, if we're getting into the peak and the current regulations stay in place, it helps us. Um, I can't speak for the rest of the country because, you know, also it was first um, Eastern Cape, now it is us. Mm-hmm. But you can imagine that KwaZulu-Natal and Gauteng is still supposed to enter where we were. Um, so from a country perspective, uh, you know, COVID is definitely still on the increase. And, it, and it, it's only two provinces, only Eastern Cape and us, that has gone through the first part of the second wave. As a country as a whole, the rest of the country still has to go through the second wave. And judging from what's happened in Eastern Cape and Western Cape, um, there's going to be many more cases in the rest of the country. Now, Doc, um, like Swabir said, I mean, we are pressed for time, but I wanted to just talk about something also um, in, in also in interest because a lot of people are talking about COVID-19 pneumonia. You know, in the beginning, it was just COVID-19. Now mm. we're hearing about COVID-19 pneumonia. What exactly is this? Well, um, you know, COVID-19 is, um, is the virus that causes infection. So you either have a COVID-19 and you, you have infections. If you have infection, um, that means you have a, test, a positive test. Now, not everybody that has a positive test develops what we call COVID disease. COVID disease is something different to COVID, having been COVID-19. And 90% of people have very mild symptoms, and they recover. They stay at home. Um, but 10% gets ill. Now, the 10% that gets ill that requires oxygen, most of the 10% that gets ill that requires oxygen would be from the point of view that they have developed some or other respiratory symptoms, and that is kind of chest uh, symptoms too, and, and, and the COVID disease that manifests with a chest infection in most cases from the virus. 
What we've seen now is because the numbers are so much higher in the second wave, it is still the same proportion of people. It's still 10% that, that gets symptoms. But there's so many more that people that present now with shortness, shortness of breath and then goes to hospital. And when X's are taken, a diagnosis is made of COVID pneumonia that comes with it. Um, and so it is just so many more, but it's still the same proportion mm. as the first time around. And, and that really is just what we, the main uh, manifestation of COVID disease for requiring oxygen is some kind of inflammation or infection in your lungs. Mm. Doc, we have about 30 seconds to go. Perhaps, you know, as a final comment, you know, we know the first intermediate care COVID-19 wards at Lenzerheer Hospitals was Mitchell's Plain have been activated as of yesterday. Uh, as of the 1st of January. 1st, all right. And how has that been going? It's, it's going very well. Um, the, the team has been uh, reported for duty on the 31st. Uh, we went there to inspect the place. The oxygen was prepared. Everything, the beds were already. So on the 1st of January, the first 20 patients came. Mm-hmm. Then we deliberately added another 20 and another 20. So by yesterday, there were up to 60 patients. And as of today, we expect them, the numbers to go higher because we have a total of 200 beds there. Um, and uh, that capacity is now to provide additional relief in the system as we are dealing with um, the peak. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that for this morning. Dr. Keith Clutie, we thank you for your time. Head of Western Cape Health Department speaking to us in terms of that weekly update around the COVID-19 situation here in the Western Cape.